audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. July 11, 2022. Abstract concept, good. Question, how can we build the image of the creator? What is his image? Answer, when good is manifested between people, there you can reveal the creator. Comment, good sounds somehow abstract. After all, everyone understands good in their own way. My response, it is not about good for you, but about good for others. When you do what others want, for their benefit, that is, not what they want, but precisely for their benefit, then you reveal the property of the creator. Comment, it sounds very simple. When you look at the cosmos, you see a huge number of stars, so many laws, and everything there. Answer, these are all inanimate objects. Comment, but when we say that the creator is just love and bestowal, it seems that this is very simplified. My response, it is not simplified, on the contrary, it is very difficult. In order to reproduce just one feeling, you would need millions of cosmoses. Question, in principle, the creator has been creating all the spectrums of our feelings inside us, for billions of years. In order to be similar to him, we must reproduce them by ourselves, right? Answer, one small movement among themselves is enough for people to reproduce those huge forces that exist between all kinds of cosmic bodies. From Cab TV's Spiritual States June 7, 2022 One needs to be both a taxi driver and a president. Question, May writes, explain to me why the closer a person is to power, the further away one is from harmony. Why did the Almighty God create us, in such a way that a taxi driver understands better what harmony is than a president? Answer, undoubtedly. This is because a president is being corrupted. The king, the president, the landlord, no matter who and how, to the extent of his position is corrupted, and he ceases to see the world directly. It's like a little child that everyone indulges and adores, he doesn't see the world, or, on the other hand, when he is being bullied all the time, and he does not know where to go and what to do with himself. That's where this golden middle is. This is the problem of parenting. Question, what is it, this middle line? so that the president does not lose his aspirations. Answer, a person needs to be educated, so that he organizes both rewards and punishments for himself in order to keep himself in the middle line. It's very difficult. Question, does he organize both rewards and punishments for himself? Does this mean he can critically look at his own work? Answer, yes. This direction should create an environment for him and keep him in this state. And he must always bend himself under this environment, and constantly direct himself to the result. To be both a taxi driver and president at the same time. Question, and then will he be a good president? Answer, yes, then he will. Question, but there have been such cases in history haven't there? Answer, these are unique personalities. Either they are romantics or philosophers who originally had such a purpose. Question, will we come to this? Answer, until we bring up a new generation, 
this will not happen. This was happening in the time of kings, Solomon and David. Question, can you name the main principle of such education? Answer, it is when a person rises above his egoism and looks at the world only from the point of view of the common good and draws this line from the creator down through himself. Question, he directly becomes a conduit, is that it? Answer, yes. He becomes exactly what a king should be. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman, March 31, 2022. What will replace money? Comment, they write to you, how can we change our attitude toward each other if the whole world is squeezing one another for money? Perhaps money, the cause of all selfishness, should be eliminated? My response, no. In no way. Money is the universal equivalence for our efforts. Not just our efforts but our personal exertions that show how much we have succeeded in using the special talents given to us, from above. Suppose you are smarter than me, you are more successful and I succeed less, or you are even stronger and luckier in something. Something happened to someone by chance. It can also be measured by money. Therefore, having a universal equivalent is essential. It is necessary to measure our efforts. Question, as it is written in this letter usually those who have a lot of money earn their wealth dishonestly. Is it still possible to derive this equivalent? Answer, impossible. Money is kesef in Hebrew, from the word kesef, covering. When you cover your efforts correctly, the measure of covering your efforts is called kesef. Here we imply spiritual efforts and spiritual results. Question, so, money cannot be withdrawn from the world because then there would be no equivalent? Answer, only if we want to replace it with the next equivalent, what can money be exchanged for, for relationships? It is when we understand our relationships between one another and share them among each other and the Creator. When the Creator becomes our common equivalent, then all other dimensions will disappear except for real, internal relationships between us. This is called Masak, screen, and Ohazer, reflected light. This is what we call the coin, ringing coin, as they say. Question, and what will it mean when we say, I am rich or he is rich? Answer, it will mean that I have the power to resist my egoism and place others above myself. That is all. This is the measure of our rapprochement, unification, and the measure of our bestowal. Question, is this what we call wealth? Answer, yes. Wealth is about how much of myself I can give to others. Comment, and that is the root, right? That is where it all started and degraded to simple cash? Answer, actually, we must go down to the very bottom and clearly see the entire truth of our relationships only then will they change. Question, so, as you always say, we must go to the very bottom before we can go up? Answer, the Creator will lift you up. You have to understand and ask. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman April 28, 2022. Does the development of humanity yield happiness? Question, we are constantly being pursued by various kinds of crises, 
and the most basic question that remains to humanity is, where and, most importantly, why should we develop at all? Answer, in the paradigm in which we are now, we have absolutely nowhere to move. There is no point in continuing to develop like this, and we do not want to. We get into drugs and depression, and we lose the desire for everything. If it were not for advertising, which is still trying to move something, then there would be nothing at all. People do not want that. They gradually, from year to year, increasingly understand that for some reason such development does not yield happiness. So gradually the realization of evil is born, that an artificial way of life is imposed on us, and a person remains just like a little naked child standing in the middle of the universe screaming he is lost. From Cab TV's Close Up The Future of Humanity July 17, 2011A triangle transforming into a circle. Question, is real egoism located in the masses who do not have to correct themselves? Answer, no, the biggest egoism exists in a few people who are aimed towards spirituality, but precisely they correct it. If we look at this in the form of a pyramid, then at the top, in terms of quantity, there is a very small number of people who understand and realize the meaning of life and at the bottom there is a huge mass. And if we examine the pyramid from the side of egoism, then it is the reverse picture where the few have the largest egoism, and the masses have the smallest. What egoism do they have? What do they need in life? Give them a little in this world, football, vacation, a bottle of beer, and TV. Question. Do you want to say that even nowadays when the world is becoming global and moving toward correction, this division still remains? Answer, no, it does not remain. The highest triangle and the lowest triangle symbolize the star of David and in the end, it transforms into a circle. After the absolute complete complementation occurs, the mutual inclusion of all parts into all parts, egoistic and altruistic, bestowing and receiving, lowest and highest, right and left, then the whole creation turns into one single sphere. And this sphere that feels itself eternal, perfect, harmonious passes through the eye of a needle into the next dimension. From Cab TV's close-up. Branch of Sagara May 15, 2011. freedom will meet us. In the news, psychiatric news, the sobering side of the neurobiological revolution is that behavior is largely determined, with little or no room for free will. By the psychological, physiological, and evolutionary forces science is now decoding, says Robert Sapolsky, PhD the message that neuroscientist, primatologist, and best-selling author Robert Sapolsky, PhD carries about the neuroscientific revolution of our time is both hopeful, promising a new understanding of behavior and more effective tools for treating people with mental illness, and yet also profoundly sobering, challenging our notions about free will. Synthesizing findings from a range of disciplines, Sapolsky describes how any behavior is shaped by events in the environment and responses by the human organism in the immediate seconds prior to the behavior. 
but these responses are shaped in the hours or days before the behavior by psychological, hormonal, and other physiological responses, usually unconscious, and in the weeks and months and years before that by social and cultural factors, all the way back to childhood, infancy, and the womb. And these factors, too, are shaped even earlier by epigenetic changes transmitted across generations and by events all the way back to evolutionary pressures played out over the prior millions of years that got the ball rolling. My response, this of course, just shows the narrow-mindedness of the professor. On what basis does he draw such conclusions? Let him collect all the data that he is talking about into one volume and burn it because he will not learn anything from it anyway and nothing reliable will be revealed before him. Question, do you think there is any reliability in his base conclusion that there is no free will? Answer, this is right. But what is the conclusion from the fact that there is no free will? Let's say we came to the conclusion, there is no free will. What is next? If there is no free will, then there is no point in our existence at all. Without freedom of behavior, freedom of choice, and freedom of decision and decision making, a person is not a person. He is just an animal that acts according to its instincts. Well, so what? So, we would need to close absolutely everything and think only about an easy way to feed ourselves and rest easy from birth to the grave. Or even better, to invent a pill that would put us to sleep and to fall asleep quietly question, how can we get out of this dead end? Here he comes to this conclusion, but does not suggest what is next. Is there any loophole there? Answer, the loophole is a very simple one that states that there is no dead end in nature. The apparent dead ends that it sets for us, are only the for us, to jump over, to overcome the barrier and develop further. Dead ends are like steps and only exist at our level. How does a small child climb up the stairs? He moves on all fours, with difficulty. This is why we are given these disappointments, ups, downs, and so on. We grow through them. Question, does it mean that the growth of a person is precisely through overcoming these dead ends? Should I even feel that there is a dead end? Answer, yes. You must understand that the obstacles before you are the steps of the ladder of ascent. Question, where am I headed as I go through these dead ends? Answer, to understand the meaning of life. To attain the meaning of life. I ascend in order for these steps of ascent to create such desires, properties, and qualities in me in which I could reveal the meaning of life. And it exists. Only I do not see it, I do not feel it and I cannot formulate it. As a result of these ascents, when I crawl from step to step like a small child on all fours, trying to climb, I develop my mind and feelings in order to understand the meaning of this ascent. Suddenly I begin to understand that this meaning lies between the steps. I did not expect that this is the way it would be revealed within me at all. But it is born precisely from my efforts to climb on all fours from one step to another step and so on. Like a child crawling on his knees on these steps. Question, is there an end to these steps? Answer, it is somewhere very far away. Almost non-existent. And what if I begin to feel that this is life? 
This is life when at every step you have disappointment, the need to find strength, and the need to find an exact aim or goal. Otherwise, you will not have the strength to determine what for, why, what is the correct goal, the correct decision or not, and so on. As a result of climbing these steps, you begin to feel yourself growing and creating. Question, ultimately, what will motivate me? The desire to pass this dead end or the desire to come closer to something? Answer, no, you do not even want to reach some final step so much anymore. You begin to feel pleasure in the fact that you are going through them. Between the steps you begin to feel the wisdom, the clarity of these steps. Question, do I start feeling this governance? Answer, this is called from your actions I shall know you. From the steps themselves, from how they were created for you, and at the same time how you were created in order to nevertheless rise above them, from all this you begin to attain the creator of these steps. This is the main thing. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman March 14, 2022. Michael Laitman, on Quora, Why Do Economic Crises Happen? Economic crises happen in order to lead to the truth, that a well-oiled economy with a high standard of living for all is not the reason we are here. What is the reason for our existence if not for us, to have it good here on earth? We need to ask ourselves precisely this question, why are we here? We are not here just to live well for a few years and then to die, but our lives have a greater purpose, and we need to clarify what it is where we are from and where we are headed. We should each engage in such scrutiny in order to reach its resolution, and then we will find out how we can organize our lives harmoniously and peacefully. Otherwise, we will head to more and more crises, as if stumbling and falling time and again. If we would better understand the harmonious and peaceful state that we are supposed to reach, then we would have no need for any more economic or other crises because we would then be able to organize ourselves in adaptation to our perfect future state, at our own pace and in our own way. Based on the video Elon Musk's super bad feeling about the economy, a Kabbalist's response with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Laitman and Ron Levi. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Laitman.